I will be proud to lead you wonderful guys into battle anytime, anywhere. That's all. Appreciate that question. It's the miracle on ice. It's Tiger in 05. It's history in the making. This is the Drake Toll Show. It is Monday. Rolling along October 9th. Drake Toll alongside Cameron Stewart on the Drake Toll Show. Aaron Sexton runs the board. The Baylor Bears fall to Texas Tech this weekend in a blowout. The The Dallas Cowboys get blown out by the San Francisco 49ers. Boy, it, did they. In good news, the Texas Rangers, 2-0 and in the ALDS. They lead the Baltimore Orioles, headed back to Arlington tomorrow. And also in good news, Cameron Stewart is back in studio. Yes, very good news. Phone lines are open. Call the CMC Auto Group Hotline 254-662-1660. We start with the Baylor Bears and the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Taj Brooks, the player of the game. Baron Morton looked like a serviceable quarterback better than he's looked against anybody else of course he carves up the Baylor defense the Baylor offensive line is maybe the worst in the power five probably after that 12 20 Dallas Cowboys 12 40 the Texas Rangers one o'clock Gonzaga to the big 12 in basketball that's the word on the street at 120 I got arrested this weekend and at 140 the witching hour Oklahoma and Texas talk about burying the lead could be the end of the big 12 Baylor mm. and Texas Tech. CMC Auto Group phone line 254-662-1660 was what I would call sad. I'd call it but. Yeah. It was but, it dude. Was. It was so bad. Uh, I don't know if there's anything real positive to take from it, other than maybe some of the post-game comments, but I know we're going to get to that soon. This is just, it shows that the UCF game was a total anomaly. Yeah. Just one yeah. in a million. It won't be, I mean, those of you... You, Drake, and other people who were there will remember it. Um, but even those of us who watched it might not remember it in five years because it's going to lead to nothing. It's going to lead to yeah. hopefully yeah. hopefully a 4-8 and eight season. Um, I think that would be that would be the high watermark here. It was just the same old crap, the same old crap that we see every week. They're not ready to play. They fall behind by double digits like they do in every game. And they didn't have some wacky miracle on their side, and they weren't playing Long Island. So they lost. And... There looked like for a lot of that game that there wasn't an avenue for them to get into the end zone. They finally did in the fourth quarter. Um, and even then, even when you think that, okay, we got some points on the board, we're not totally embarrassed, then you kick a field goal to go from down three scores to down three scores with, what, seven minutes left in the game. So it was just embarrassing as it could have been. Yeah. And we said it last week that this could be a total, like, 
here's your rah-rah Joey McGuire game that he is set out to win just by getting his guys fired up. That's exactly what happened. They've had 45-17 in their weight room probably the whole year, but definitely this week, and they were ready to play this game, and Baylor was not. It's just the same old stuff, and, and I know we heard the same from Dave. You know, we had... We had explosive plays in practice. Whoa, I don't know whoa, why whoa. it's going to not translate whoa, into the game. Whoa, whoa. And he appreciated the question. He did appreciate the question, which I appreciate that he appreciates the question, but I would appreciate if they started winning some damn football games. Yeah. Because, I mean, going into this game, I know there was some top toxic optimism, that ourselves included, mm-hmm. and I think we were even noticing that during the week. But, like, going into that game, was there anything that, like, you were, like, scared of? Of tech, uh, no. Like they were a better team, probably, but it wasn't by that much that we knew of, right? Mm-mm, no. I mean that was that sucked. Yeah. Again, even Dave like again. Said, Dave was like, "Hey, look, we this is a really big disappointment. I didn't yeah. see this coming." He did finally say something like that. It's like, yeah. I didn't see this coming. It's like I saw the opposite. I I saw Baylor win. Uh, well, like we weren't shocked. I wasn't shocked by that. I was sad that it happened, but was I stunned that they lost by four scores Mm -hmm. at home to Texas Tech? Not really, based on what we've seen this year. You're in the territory of... It was possible. Texas Tech is good, but they also lost to Wyoming earlier this year. Yeah. Tech's three losses are all tough losses. They're all starting to look better, right? and Baylor's losses are starting to look worse. And Baylor's just what we call bad in our industry. They're in the category of bad. So you're going to look back five years from now and say, hey, remember the UCF game? And then you'll think... Yeah, what a disappointing Fiesta Bowl. Really thought we had it that year. Yeah. We're going to completely For forget sure. what happened last week. Yeah. It does become the anomaly. It it feels like, at this point, the, what Dave Aranda said post-game of... Which is going to yeah, make it more miraculous, just, by the way. Just didn't see this one coming. Uh. Just the, when your head coach is... Yeah, guys, I'm, I think I'm out of options here. Yeah, I think I, uh, I think we're gonna go ahead and be like, ah, there's, there's the white flag. I, I thought that's what he was giving us last year. The first time he said, you know, I looked out of warm ups and our team just wasn't ready to play. Yeah, the first time he said that, which was after BYU, I was uh-huh. like, wow, that's an eye opening statement. Like coaches don't just say that, uh-huh. but we are kind of lowering the bar now. Um, in terms of what a coach can say and and raising the bar of what the white flag statement is. But that did sound like it. That seemed like we just don't don't have the right guys here. Probably don't have the right coaches here altogether. Um, and this is just not, this is not it. Steps over the podium. not it at all. Not just disappointed, but way disappointed. Way disappointed. Dave was way disappointed. Still appreciated a lot of questions. He's probably like, Monterey, what did you tell them? Oh, yeah, that's... <laughs> That's about right. You know what? I'm just going to roll with that. Monterey lobbed him up one. Monterey's <laughs> like, yeah, I feel like some of the guys just kind of want to play practice. They don't really want to be here. And then... Dude, they, I mean, look, so Dave is as honest as they come, right? I think yeah. we can agree no, on not that. Not a lot of coach speak out of that guy. Right. Very unique stuff. Monterey Baldwin is exactly the same. Exactly the same. We barely hear from him. Yep. Uh, I did a feature story on him last year, so I'm not surprised that he is someone who speaks just totally as bluntly as possible. Truth And zero. that's just what he did. He was... They were, they basically ask him, "Hey, uh, you know, do you do you think your guys are giving up out there?" And he's like, "Well, kinda." He's like, "I give a lot of credit to Blake, uh, but the rest of us, I don't know. I don't know if anyone wants to be out there, or if they're giving it a hundred percent each play, or they expect someone else to make the play." It's exactly what you have been saying as a fan. It's exactly what the fans have been saying. Do they I mean, Blake looks like he wants to be out there, yeah. but he's on an island. He's yeah. out all there by himself. They have to pass every down, and if Blake gets more than, you know, I don't know, two seconds in the pocket, 
then he'll probably make a play. But he doesn't get that, and everyone else looks disinterested. And to have a player kind of confirm that is is a new one. Man, that yeah. is... That is real damning. Him giving the uh, yeah. Some of us don't want to be here. Yeah, um, yeah. That's that's. Or an I just thing. don't know. I just I don't know. Like, you know, some of us are are not really want to do the whole football thing. Two five four six six two sixteen sixty. That is the CMC Auto Group phone line or text line. You can text it two five four six six two sixteen sixty. Let let us abandon, retire, give up on the gold out. Yeah, that's probably time. You cannot force a group of people to do something they don't want to do. Because somebody somebody tweeted it out and was like, we have been, fan engagement has been screaming this at you for months and you still couldn't do it correctly. It's not that fans couldn't do it correctly or didn't know there was a gold out. They didn't want to. They just didn't want to wear gold. So it was like 60% gold. 28% 28% red. <laughs> yeah, that's that was that was a problem coming in. I mean, look, I know you don't want to kind of admit defeat on that, but you're going to have enough red in the stands yeah. that it's probably going to not look great. And I know people were given, um, I don't know her name, student engagement director. Aaron Bean. Aaron Bean, yes. Yeah. Um, a lot of crap about that because what she said uh, about the blackout against UT mm-hmm. and basically said there's going to be a lot of UT fans here. It's not going to blend well. And... Yeah, you probably don't say that as the fan engagement director, but I'm like, yeah, we're all kind of thinking that. But yes, it, it, it's bad. There's too many shades of gold. I know yeah. that's a weak argument, but they're, that is, I think, the frame of mind that other people are in. And the team's not wearing gold, by the way. And the team, well, they did this week, but that, that's not gold. That's not yeah. gold. That is that is brightest dehydrated, that is brightest urine. yellow of yellow. <laughs> and look, if I go to a fan work, <laughs> we're gonna dress. Work. In the color that best represents the way Baylor is playing on the field, yeah. everyone wear brown. Yeah. And then we work our way out to you black don't have to remember it. for a funeral. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, just wear black, for sure. The Maybe the, the crowd, and you've got a differing opinion on this, the athletic director, who has mm. preached cohesiveness. Ooh, controversy. I, I, I'm a Mac guy, which makes some people, you know, they're jumping out of their car now, because how I'm, could you hey, like I'm Mac still a Mac guy. Some people just hate Mac Rhodes. And then in just an awesome I, power <laughs> move this week, Baylor has been preaching gold out for months. And Max shows up and says, not me, man. <laughs> can't didn't, get need me. It. didn't need it. Can't make me do this. You cannot. You know, once the government tries to control you, they just. You're they, done. It's step one to putting microchips in your brain yeah. is the Baylor gold yep. out. Max says, I'm not a sheep. I'm I'm going. What is it? Green? He wore green, right? Yeah, I think so. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, he's on the sideline though. So he's the ba- whole team's I mean, he's ba- in gold, but he's basically a coach, like in the setting that he's in. The whole team's in gold. It's a gold. Out. You Dave's not wearing gold. That, yeah, oh, again, you're making. I think you're still making <laughs> oh, 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 no, a great okay, point. So now we're going to say Dave needs to wear gold as well. Well, somebody. It's obvious. It's uh, director unless, Bob's. unless you're the guy wearing red, so that the quarterback can see you. Yeah, you have to be wearing gold. Speaking of, I I watched the Texas Tech coaching staff. Did you see that? I, I, yeah, I watched I know them going with this. run through the press box this week and thought, I know you. I know you. <laughs> I've seen this guy. That's Grant the Taft's overlap. grandson. That's Grant Taft's grandson. It was it was very shocking how many guys were like hey what what are you up to they work for Texas Tech now used to be Baylor coaches uh, it's the Baylor model man yeah you've decided to to scream at everyone's face for months and yep. then you told you I don't know if Baylor said this but there were those fans who just are really riding the Baylor train they're like we have told you for months what to do and you couldn't deliver like one people didn't want to 
to your athletic director who's supposed to bring this cohesiveness to a program just didn't follow which and your assistant athletic director your associate athletic director javon overshone who was pushing the gold out she wore a gold pantsuit aaron bean javon overshone there were people here who have been preaching it that completely checked the box aced it your athletic director the figurehead of your of your program Mm. did not yeah i just i don't care yeah, maybe. I just don't. I, I wouldn't care if it wasn't something that's pushed so hard. Yeah, I mean that is true. They're they're shoving they're it down your throat. They're throwing up gold time. Like, all yeah. over the fan base. They want it, it worked kind of once during the Sugar Bowl. Like it, it looked cool enough, and it was really only like one section, two sections in the Sugar Bowl, and then they were like, "We're in on this." It hasn't worked in really any sport since, and they're still riding with it. It did work one time when I was in college. They did it for a women's gold basketball out. game, but they handed out gold shirts. Yes. And it looked awesome. Yes. But it just doesn't work. It's not a flattering color. No. And and honestly, I think there are enough people that don't like their throat by the university at this point. Yeah, yeah. And there it, are some people that didn't like the whole blackout thing because we were shoving it. The, the fans uh-huh, were shoving it down. Uh-huh. But I, I, I know that's not a solution there, but I don't think – I think people are just mad enough at fan engagement right, right. now that, that they're going to do it despite it. Which, you know, part of this but is yeah, – I can't, I can't gatekeep, Mac. Part of this is us saying him wearing those six cotton T-shirts when he's running around campus and it's 95 <laughs> degrees is weirder to me oh, than him not wearing them. Yeah, yeah. CMC Auto Group phone line is open two five four six six two sixteen sixty. Call or text two five four six six two sixteen sixty. By the way, I got to apologize to Charlie who called in on Friday. He sounded desperate for a winner, and I gave him a And M money line. Yeah, apologize, Chuck. Yeah. Sorry. He was also in the middle of a hurricane. He was. Two yeah, so he was really battling taking... through it. Like, I, I think he really needed that money. And he's not getting it, unfortunately, because that was a kind of impressive Alabama win. Very impressive Alabama yeah, win. I don't want to get – I mean, we don't have an Aggie segment. so I'm we'll, crack into, we'll crack into the SEC later on in the show and later on in the week. We did have one text on the CNC collision hotline. If the hot seat causes Dave Aranda to no longer be with Baylor. What a way to put that, by the way. That's, that's one way to put it, yeah. invite you into the idea <laughs> of what if someone is caused to not be here? I'm not going <laughs> to say fire. What if this person just wasn't here, not based on a contract – but also but wh- just not what here if this group as the coach. of cells that make up a living organism isn't in the same place anymore. Uh, who do you think could replace him? I, you know what? You know what? I appreciate. I appreciate that. Appreciate, appreciate the question. The question. Yeah. However, we get to that after the Houston loss. After the yes. Houston loss, we open up the, the book. Some of things Jeff will Traylor. take more shape anyway. Yeah, I think Jeff Trailer's at the top of the list. Yeah. So who's the Tulane guy again? Fritz Willie Fritz. Can you get Jeff Brom to leave his alma mater? Oh, they're good, too, they're man. Good. They're good. If you can, win at Louisville, you can win at Louisville, you can win at Baylor. Uh, sure can. Willie Fritz was was uh, Bell, Bell's head coach. That's in, right. Yes. Uh, yeah, Brian Bell's head coach in college at yes. Sam Houston State. So yes, there's a connection. Brian and, and Sean can stay in town. And they always have that special director or special assistant to the head coach. He could bring the girl from the memes. Yes, Tulane girl. She's great. Huge. She that is would great. Be huge for the brand. I really hope you know Grace what Ed Orgeron, Louisiana ties. You just you keep them. Did you see that picture last week of Ed with his wife on the sidelines? She's a good lady. She is. I bet she's, she's a very a, kind. I've, I've never met her. Sweet person. She is a very good looking lady. Uh, to that's the point true. where I'm like, that's Ed, true. Ed, look, I get the pictures with the coeds. They are they're begging for it, but don't go Urban Meyer on us now. Yeah, this is a very nice lady. Well, it looks yeah. like she's probably close to his age. 
She's yeah, probably she, 50. she looks good for her age. Right. She's one of those she's people doing you well. can tell. She's doing well for like, herself. She is. And, and the number will still probably surprise you. And I wonder, as she's standing on the Baylor sideline, if she's questioning every part. Or if Ed, at some point, is like, oh. You know what's just funny is if she's even was even like a casual football fan, like yeah. while he's coaching at USC and LSU and Ole Miss, I don't know how long they've been together. But if let's just say she, let's put her there, they did get would, would he got she, divorced from his wife. That's right, like a couple yeah, years so he's ago. Been with the, he's yeah. been with this woman for a so, year. All okay. right, let's go back to his other wife. <laughs> if she's just a casual football fan. Do you think right. she even knows what Baylor is? Ed's, does Ed Ordron's ex-wife know what Baylor is? I think that's the question of the day. Until her son Can took the job, that? maybe not. That's what I mean. Maybe not. Like I don't think she would have even known throughout that time. Baylor falls to Texas Tech this week, and in possibly worse news, the one team that's kept my sanity together, the Dallas Cowboys. Oof. Not only did they fall, they actually found a way to lose worse than Baylor. Now, welcome to my world every week yeah. of watching Baylor oh, and the Patriots. You had a bad week with New England. Yeah. The Cowboys, welcome. the 49ers, I guess Brock Purdy is good. That's up next. That's good. Here's the Drake Toll Show. The Baylor Coaches Show, this Wednesday, beginning at 7 p.m., live from Rudy's in Waco, with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Join us Wednesday, live from Rudy's, and hear from soccer head coach Michelle Leonard and men's basketball coach Scott Drew. That's this Wednesday from 7 till 8 p.m., live from Rudy's, and here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. What's the most important thing to you when car shopping? Quality vehicle? Outstanding reputation? A dealership you can depend on? Hi, I'm Amy Hunter, and at Jeff Hunter Toyota, you get all three of those. But don't take my word for it. According to Consumer Reports, Toyota has been named one of the most reliable brands in the auto industry. Stop by and let us prove it to you. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. Hey, neighbor. I saw your license plate. Welcome to Texas. Thanks. I'm going to need a bigger mower for this lawn. Seems like everything's bigger here. (laughs) It sure is. And we're saving up for a big pool. Well, then you're going to need a high-yield CD from EECU. They have a 5.5% APY on a nine-month CD. (laughs) 5.5%? That is big. Yep. We've done our banking with EECU for years, and we opened a CD just last week. It was fast and easy to open online. Just call 800-333-9934 or go to eecu.org slash high-yield and open your CD in under five minutes. Wow. What'd you call them? EECU? <laughs> That's right. They've been helping Texans grow their savings for over 85 years. You can't go wrong with EECU and a 5.5% APY, but hurry, go to EECU.org slash high yield today because it's a limited time offer. Thanks for the tip. Hey, uh, you don't know any good fishing spots, do you? Federally insured by NCUA. APY is annual percentage yield. $2,500 minimum deposit required from an external source. Membership requirements apply. For additional terms and conditions, call 800-333-9934. Would you like to experience the excitement of Baylor football tailgating? Well, you're invited to the Baylor Alumni Home Tailgate. Open four hours prior to kickoff of each home game. This family-friendly event is open to all fans and friends of Baylor, and no game ticket is required. You can watch the big college games on large televisions, and great food from Bubba's 33 is also available. It's a great place to get your game face on. We'll be looking for you at the Baylor Alumni Home Tailgate under the big tent just over the pedestrian bridge at McLean Stadium, Touchdown Alley. 
You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Wings Pizza and Things is celebrating 16 years as your headquarters for great food and great sport. Wings Pizza and Things, where there's not a bad seat in the house to catch all the games on over 60 big screen TVs. With the NFL ticket, you're not going to miss any of the action, no matter who your team is. Want the best in college football? Nobody has more games than Wings Pizza and Things. With a great menu to satisfy the entire family, the name says it all. Wings Pizza and Things, Temple's number one spot for great sport and great food for 16 years. Check it out today at wingsintemple.com. How many miles across Texas have you and your team walked for Let's Walk Waco? As you're stepping toward a healthier lifestyle and connecting with your community and enjoying the great outdoors, don't forget to log your miles as part of the Walk Across Texas Challenge. Your log miles will help you and your team earn prizes. If you need more information, visit waco-texas.com forward slash walk waco. Get up, get moving, and let's walk across Texas together. Remember, every step counts. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They have financing options to fit any budget. That's any budget. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. It's the Drake Toll Show. <sighs> the Dallas Cowboys did the thing that the Dallas Cowboys are best at, mm-hmm. and that is going into a football game, making you believe momentarily they would win said football game and <laughs> eventually losing the football game. Uh, it was me. I was the idiot who said, you know what? I'll do it. I'll throw some money live on no, the Dallas Cowboys to win. No. I'll do it. And then I thought, oh. Oh, well, here's what it was. You needed this. It was a tough weekend for you. It was controversial. Yep. And yep. then it was just downright heartbreaking Saturday night. <sighs> you needed that. It was the first. And no, actually, you know what? It was that. And then the Rangers game was already over. So you were feeling hot. Yeah. You yeah. were feeling good. Well, it, it was the first um, the first call. There was a face mask against Christian McCaffrey. And all the officials kind of looked around at each other waiting for somebody to call a very obvious <laughs> face mask. long for the ride. Wait for thought, someone else to make the play. Here's what that sign is. That's that's the sign. This game is rigged. It's a home game. That the officials like the Dallas Cowboys, and there's no way the Cowboys lose this game because of, of them. I was wrong. I'm here to admit that I was incorrect. I all of the it money was on that the officials. I put on the Cowboys was money lost. Dak Prescott was how you say como se dice bad. Brock Purdy. Look, let's have the conversation. Let's have it. Let's have the conversation. More than a system quarterback. We said last week on Wednesday, Brock Purdy just hasn't proven enough in the NFL to be considered an MVP candidate. I I think Brock Purdy is the best quarterback who ever lived. I think Brock Purdy may be the best quarterback who ever played the game. 
I was listening to ESPN Radio He'll this get morning. He'll get some hype like this. The national ESPN Radio. What is it? Uh, two guys and one cop, or what are they? Yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's the Fox one. The name of the show is like Two Cups and One Joe. Uh, it's 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 tough. It's, it sounds like a real hook title. Yeah. It's yeah. just going to save the network. It sounds very close to something yeah, very that much the kids like. be associated <laughs> with sports radio. And listening this morning, and they had made the whole case of Brock. Bro, I think I prefaced it with, you know, Brock Purdy's not the next Tom Brady. But the but, more I watch, system, we, we keep saying system quarterback, but to throw for four touchdowns, four touchdowns, and just dice up the Cowboys secondary. You know what's secondary. funny is that, like, in, I mean, we always say, you know, of course they're not going to be the next Tom Brady because he's the best quarterback ever, right? But, like, I think in my lifetime, there's probably been, like, three guys who can yeah. stake a claim that have been, like, the Tom Brady-esque rise to prominence, okay? Guys who were afterthoughts, drafted late, sometimes not drafted at all. Uh-huh. Um, they get an opportunity with a quarterback getting hurt. They step in, and they become a Pro Bowl-type quarterback. Can you, can you think – and Brock Purdy is one of them, being Mr. Relevant. Can you think of the other two that I have in mind? Uh, no. I would say, honestly, Dak Prescott and Tony Romo. Yeah. Tony undrafted, Dak in what the fourth round? Yeah, in a in a good quarterback draft, total afterthought. I don't know. That's just funny to me. That's just ironic. And Dak did not look like any sort of Tom Brady. Yeah, no, any you're sort right. of Tom Brady. Tom, neither did Tony Romo, by the way. Before we, well, get- I mean, Romo was a Pro Bowl quarterback, though. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, like the, yeah. The, that's not, they're not they're not these stu- no t- yeah no Tom Brady, but Super sure. Bowl winners. I'll yeah. give you the he was a Pro Bowl quarterback. Yeah, before we, and that's rare enough, Drake. That's all. That's all I'm trying to say. Before we dive completely into this Dallas Cowboy mm, conversation that we already have, the CNC Collision text line is blowing up. We have Aranda needs to go. Thank you, anonymous texter from the two five four. Speaking of which, can I just bring one more Baylor stat into this? Would if you mind if I go, did that? There are, there are restrooms all up and down the <laughs> yeah. Simpson Hires. Look, <laughs> well, you gotta go. You gotta go. <laughs> Like Crockett at the Alamo. Uh, Baylor football, this, that was game number six, Drake. They're halfway through the season, okay? Except for, of course, the Sugar Bowl and the Big 12 championship. Uh, but other than, let's just go with the 12 regular season games. They're halfway through, and they have led for 37 minutes and 58 seconds. No way that's real. The whole season. One of those games was against Long Island, by the way. FBS team, sorry. Okay. That's from Michael Haig, by the way. So let's take out Long Island. So five games. Five games. Baylor's led for 37 minutes. And 31-38 of those were in a loss to Utah. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I mean, dude. They go back. They go down double digits every single Uh game. Not only are they bad, they're just, they're really, they're really bad. They're really (laughs) bad. Yeah, this is a bad football team. There's no... There's no part of it that is good or that gives them any advantage, even over bad teams. We have Aranda needs to go. Tim and Waco. It's the most hopeless team that I've seen in Baylor. Probably not the worst, but pretty close, A. And B, they're the most hopeless, yeah. Tim says, so, comma. Good grammar, by the way. So, Love there's Randall going Thomas. to be a Love mass exit of Baylor football players at the end of this year. I'm telling you, Shapin and Baldwin will not be Baylor Bears next football season. See now somebody? That knows somebody that knows somebody. Tim, yeah. Who's your, who's your like source Tim's there, Tim? Source. I, it seems I mean, like Shapin's... I, I did insinuate it in, in Locked on Baylor today. Yeah. Shapin's There's ball a in. good offense, 100 miles south. But if you're, if you're a good football player that's playing for Baylor, if you're a frustrated Monterey question, Baldwin. man. 
Caden Jenkins. Yeah. He's been great the last DJ two Coleman. weeks. He's a freshman. Like Chateau Reed. I'd, I'd start to look at the offers that are coming through. It's only natural. Especially, this could be bad. This could be, this could be bad. And I will say, you know, the, the team that everyone is America's team in college football now, which barely beat Arizona State this weekend. Yeah. They added whatever, 70 guys through the portal. So maybe that's what Baylor needs. I don't know how often that's going to hit. But no. That's... Maybe that's what they need. Let's let's consider. They'll hire this. Terrell Owens as their head coach. <laughs> and just bring in. Terrell Owens, Warren Sapp. Uh, what's uh, Ray those, Lewis? To be, to be, to be fair, those two people are worse than, worse people than Deion Sanders. So one thing I'll note with that, Tim. Look at West Virginia when they could not fire Neil Brown, and every player hated playing for Neil Brown. What did they do? They just transferred. They lost a lot of players. Yeah. That's what Baylor would do if these players cannot buy into Aranda and if the team can't win. Is that is that like a good thing, though? I mean, Neil uh, Brown seems winning this year. True. Scott. It didn't work with Scott Frost. Statman says, based on overall results in the first six football games, I don't see Baylor winning more than four games this season. I don't know if I see three. Yeah, it's tough to see three at this point. The majority what of Baylor Vegas football say? fans believe Dave Aranda and Jeff Grimes are on the hot seat. The future of the program appears to, appears to be bleak. That is true. All Thank of those you. things are true. Statman, you, you've nailed it. Um, who is doing recruiting of players? That guy's Me. gone now. There's your problem. This is from Leon saying the loss of Joey McGuire is really hurting this, this uh, program. And I believe that that is, is correct. Yes. yes, you'd know it if you listen to Lockdown Baylor. This the week. answer is yes. Yep, big time. Yeah, I mean, he was your main couch guy. He was the closer. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. And they're working at Tech. From bad news to bad news. <laughs> okay, let's deep dive Back here. Into a bit. This we gave you a nice break from that on the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Dak Prescott, fourteen for twenty-four. Of his 10 incompletions, mm. 30% were intercepted. So, really, of the passes he threw, a good portion of them were caught. 17 yes. to 24. Yeah. yeah. Brock, the basket. Brock Purdy against the Dallas secondary that we have been so complimentary of, even with the loss. I thought they at, would make it look more difficult. Right. Last week, not. it was, <laughs> hey, you put New England in a blender. What, what else can you do? This week, Brock Purdy looked like an MVP quarterback. Yeah. You know, I didn't see that part of it coming. Whether that's 42 points. System quarterback or not, he's, he is the in a great system. system damn good. Kyle, right, yeah. with Kyle Shanahan. I, just, I can't fault I'll the take guy. Those, I'll take those any day of the week. And, and to me, when we say system quarterback, it's just a great excuse to say, well, he wouldn't be that good if he was on the Colts. Yeah. Sure. If, if but he he's has, not. He does not play for the Colts. It's like that stupid argument you'd hear every year of like, well, Joe Flacco and Andrew Luck throw it farther than Tom Brady does. Wow. Which is true. Cool. Which is true. Brady's in the Super Bowl this week, but Joe Flacco throws it far. Hall of Famer Kirk Cousins. We'll have the the Dak Prescott conversation that we've held off on. But we we, we We talked about this last week. Dak has not won you a football game yet this season. We tried to warn you. He has not. I would not say... I wouldn't like to say he lost you the San Francisco game because the score was so dramatically bad. He didn't get you in the game at all. But he did throw three picks. Yeah. He had a he had a very bad game. He threw his one touchdown pass. Everybody was tweeting and Instagramming, Oh, what a crazy good ball. Deck is back. 
it was more of kind of an arm punt that we just launched to the end zone, and Cavante Turpin, a return a man by trade, yeah. gets, catches it as if he's going back to field a punt, catches it, breadbasket, touchdown, Cowboys. I was I ugh, I took the Cowboys Kool Aid a little bit this year. Yeah. I didn't say they were going to win the Super Bowl or anything, but I thought. The way this team is constructed, with the talent they have, Dak Prescott is a quarterback that should be able to get you to a Super Bowl. You can't ask for better offensive line. You cannot ask for better offensive line. They actually played pretty well last night, I thought. In the beginning, no. Yeah, but they started to pick it up, especially in pass protection. Bosa and company. Yeah, it gets a really good defensive front. And maybe that San Francisco team is the best team in the NFL. You could make a very strong. Brock Purdy has to lose a football game. Brock Purdy has never lost an NFL football game. That's insane. pretty good. Yeah, I, I just but it, you got to have a, you got to start to have a discussion long term about your quarterback. It should have been competitive, and it you, was not. You know, last week I said a loss here does not ruin your season. It is what it is. You lose, you're still going to make the playoffs. And now the way you lost, it's oh, well, if you do make the playoffs, you're the, going to get bounced. This is a changing your expectations kind of game. Yeah, like yeah. I, I think after this game, obviously the coaches don't think this, but as a fan, you're not getting ready to get the NFC East championship. No, that's not coming. You knew Philadelphia was probably a better team anyway, but this this has solidified tiers in the NFC. With the like, the Cowboys are just not in that top tier like we thought they might. They might finally turn that corner and be in there. I mean, they've won 12 games the last two years. I mean, they yeah. absolutely should be in that in that tier. And you thought they, they added and, and rounded out their team this year, even subtracting Dalton Schultz and Zeke Elliott, but rounded out their team a little bit more, especially defensively. Not the case, man. Not Leon. the case. And, and the thing that you were holding on to was, oh, Drake, you know, Dak isn't losing them games. He's, he hasn't thrown any picks yet. He hasn't thrown one pick. Now what? Hat trick, baby. That is last year's Dak with just uh, just another year later. It was delaying the inevitable. Yeah. And and it's truly showing that you haven't played anyone this year. The Giants stink. The Patriots, I said this as hyperbole last week. It could be true. They might be the worst team, at least the most hopeless team in the, the, in the National Football you lost. League. You they got lost a free game against the Cardinals and lost it. 2-5-4-6-6-2-16-16. The Jets 16. are handicapped. Text line, call line, call us. 2 5 4 2-5-4-6-6-2-16-60 from CMC Auto Group. Another one from Leon. All of those Cowboys fans need to wake up. It is a wake-up kind of game. They have to and, go through. And look, I think what's funny with this is I think uh, the, the things that you were saying as a Baylor fan on Saturday night could have carried over to Sunday. Yeah. Like, I don't know if these guys look very interested. I was like, where the heck is C.D. Lamb in this game? No fight. You know? C.D. Lamb is, I, I don't think he's the number one guy. He hasn't proven that to me. Hello. He hasn't proven that to me. They've finally subtracted a little bit of talent around him offensively. Yeah. And said, hey, you know, we've got some players here, but you're the guy. Where's that been? Hmm. Hmm. He's not a deep play threat. He's not winning on third and shorts. Yeah. Where is he? What, What is he for this offense? Is what? he ever an ex-receiver? Because he should be. Is there a caveat to that conversation where you ask, how does Dak hold him back? Is a guy like Dak who has seemed I mean, so yes. limited in big games. Da- but. Dak is so bad. 
he is so Jack's bad, bad in big but, games. But your number one guy in the league today, your number one guy is the guy they plan around. Tell that to Garrett Wilson. <laughs> Garrett Wilson. Yeah. That's, a, that's a good example. But I'll say Justin Jefferson. How about that? Yeah. He's got Kirk Cousins. <laughs> who who should be around what Dak is? He should. Uh, I, that, think I think that was an even playing field for a couple of quarterbacks than Dak Prescott. Right now, he is. Until, I wouldn't say he's that much better. Until last year, or actually probably the last half of last season, if you looked at their stats, you would think you were looking at the same quarterback. That was up until yes. most of last year when right, Dak yeah. started throwing a lot and, of interceptions. And Justin Jefferson is way higher right. up than, than C.D. Lamb right now. So he's what you want CD yeah. Lamb to be. And and this isn't an exact apples to apples here, but I've said it and I've been on this train and I don't want this to sound like just dumping on Tua, but Tua does not have like this this strong arm, like this huge big arm that Marino had or someone like that. He's got an offense built around him. And it looked like going into this season, like it had been the last two years, that Dak has an offense built around him. And yeah. there's a disconnect there. And I think, yeah, the quarterback has regressed. I think you can't – there's no world where you could be watching the Cowboys through five games this year and not say that. Awful. But CeeDee Lamb not being able to get open is is a little alarming to me as well for, in terms of the future of this. And, the, and now you've got a guy who was drafted third overall as your third-string quarterback. The knock we've given them they is trade that it for. they can't win in the red zone. This week they could – couldn't get to the red zone. Get to the mm-hmm. red zone against San Francisco. So, yeah, all right. All and right, I mean, of fine. course, I mean, and yeah. of course, I guess we can put we can put out a, a where are you a missing poster for C.D. Lamb if you want. Yeah, and look, don't throw all the blame on him. I think I think the Dak situation is probably worse, probably more alarming, just because it, it feels like the cliff is could be coming. Yeah, and he's got enough talent around him that the Cowboys are still a playoff team. They should be scoring more than 10 points, even against the best defense in the league. But, you know, he's, what, 30 now? Yeah. He has regressed. At some point, He is you not the mobile quarterback he used no. to be. Yeah, you consider... The playbook is shorter. Is it... Is it t- yeah. How about the It could the be time to move on. I mean, look, offense. I mean, they haven't, haven't extended him. I know that was a point of contention. No. No extension talks, it sounds like. And... Can't win Trey Lance games. did not win, or, or did not win a win a job in San Francisco, really. But they traded for him. Cooper Rush is not it's a guy who had a lot of hype going into the draft. Trey Big Lance pro prospect, still very young. Dak. You're gonna have to go somewhere else. But you, but he might be a stopgap for you. What do you if, say? If it's time to let let's play out almost the doomsday scenario here, not to take a Matt Mosley term, but the doomsday scenario here is you lose in the first round again. Right, you're a playoff team. Or you, you win. Miss the you win together. ten that's or eleven games. Day. I just, I don't think that's going to happen. So okay. let's let's play this out. That you're you're not in the conference championship again. You're a ten or eleven win team again, and you don't get there. And Dak regresses throughout the season. You got to go somewhere else. You have to go somewhere else with the NFL with the window that you get in the NFL. Probably at quarterback yeah. and probably at head coach as well. Because, boy, did he not have a glimmering game once again, yeah. Mike McCarthy. Well, he's supposed to be the offensive genius with the then, Texas Coast. And, and, then, and, you Corey, would need, and then you would need a stopgap at quarterback is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I don't know that you just pick one up off the street. I don't know that Kyler Murray is the answer as much as uh, Jerry wanted him to be out of the draft. What's Tom up to? Making team hey, it's a good question. Uh, 
Before we hit break, time. Corey Pitts says 49ers ran 41 plays in Dallas territory. Dallas ran 11 in San Francisco territory. Dallas had eight first downs. This was, this was just such a bigger gap than I was expecting. Eight I don't first know about downs you. on 13 series. Yeah. That's, mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Another text that's said, just why utility. are you surprised? That's, that's not even just the picks. That's, that's headbanging bad. Constant disappointment as part of being a Cowboys fan. Coming up. Don't be disappointed about this. The Texas Rangers, 2-0 in the ALDS. The only good thing going on on this Monday on the Drake Toll Show. Recently on the John Moore Show. Mark Johnson, our guest, longtime voice of the Colorado Buffaloes. Now, the Pac-12 and its leadership were horrendous. Some, some of these institutions that we're involved with, their leadership program should be doing a, a study on, on how never to lead anything and study the Pac-12. It was that bad. It was brutal. And so a lot of the promises that were made never came to fruition, most notably, of course, uh, the Pac-12 network. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Baker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Dynamic Fabrication Solutions specializes in industrial maintenance, structural steel fabrication, and erection, all forms of welding, and much more. Their team of qualified professionals have secured a sterling reputation in delivering high-quality products and outstanding customer service. They are committed to delivering the best product possible in an efficient manner so you can move forward with peace of mind. Dynamic Fabrication Solution LLC is the number one specialty contract in Central Texas. For more information, dynamic-fs.com. Every day, InCommons Bank strives to be the best community bank in Central Texas. Each of their six Central Texas locations have a proud history in the communities they serve. In addition, InCommons Bank offers modern day services to their customers, including mobile banking, where you can access your account night or day, insurance services to make sure you are covered, competitive home mortgage loans, and free business checking. At InCommons Bank, you can open your new account online. It's quick and easy. Learn more at InCommonsBank.com. Member FDIC and Equal Lender. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. Wings Pizza and Things is celebrating 16 years as your headquarters for great food and great sports. Wings Pizza and Things, where there's not a bad seat in the house to catch all the games on over 60 big screen TVs. With the NFL ticket, you're not going to miss any of the action no matter who your team is. Want the best in college football? Nobody has more games than Wings Pizza and Things. With a great menu to satisfy the entire family. The name says it all. Wings Pizza and Things. Temple's number one spot for great sports and great food for 16 years. Check it out today at wingsintemple.com. I thought I was going to have to go through a hip replacement or some painful, unsuccessful surgery or be crippled the rest of my life. Electrical engineer Dan Vogler had awful arthritic pain in his hips, pain that not only affected him physically, but also emotionally, and it spilled over even to his relationships. I was almost mean. If you're in pain and other people don't sympathize with it, you're lashing out at the wrong people. But then Dan found QC Kinetics with the latest advances in regenerative medicine, non-surgical treatments with lasting relief. 
I felt immediate relief. I mean, within half a day, much of the inflammation and pain was down. And today, Dan says he's totally pain-free, living the life he wants. At the end of the fourth treatment, I felt pretty much healed and enthused and was raving about QC Kinetics. I can recommend them highly to anyone. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. That's 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Years truly never do stop coming. They don't until now. This is uh, the Drake Toll Show. Drake Toll, Cameron Stewart, they Aaron stop Sexton, for him, running but... the board. Yeah, <laughs> the days stopped coming. Dead or the alive, stopped coming. Steve Harwell. It depends on where you are. Yeah. Well, no, in Arkansas, they do know that he's dead now. They do. They, yeah, the news we did. We did go over out. that last no, week. Yeah. No more Steve Harwell. Happy for them that they that they know that you know the, that that they have that they have some closure you know. The Texas Rangers talk about alive. Talk about the one good. Talk thing. about not dead. The one thing going for me right now. The one thing that I can really truly hang my hat on every week has now become the thing that I despised so much <laughs> a month ago. Baseball and the Texas Rangers. I it, you know the Houston Astros are still playing baseball games. They are. Yep. And but without they've a lead, lost one. That that to me, I've never can't imagine can't, can't remember the feeling. Can't imagine being that poverty of a franchise. Texas, on the other hand, brings a series back to not even back, just two. Yes, brings, for the first time in weeks, a they play in Arlington to Texas, leading the Orioles two games to none. Mm. And, and it's the way this thing is played out because Heaney on the mound. Dane Dunning in in relief of Heaney. Yeah, you're thinking. Talk about. All, I mean, first you thought Dunning is going to start, and then you're like, okay, they're shifting it around. He's going to pitch yeah. back at Texas game three. Start game three. Nope. 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 Bruce Bochy pulls another fast one on you. Who's pushed all the right buttons this postseason? And it's Heaney, who has been yeah on a scale of one to good. Okay. Not, yeah, okay. I would have said subpar. Yeah, okay. He's not who I want to go in and pitch in a playoff game, start a playoff game, game one, on the road. You're almost... It's a 100-win team. Yeah. You almost felt like Bochy thought, all right, hey, maybe maybe we white flag tonight and we and we win game two. We, we like go. our chances tomorrow. Monty, game two, see what he can bring you. Had you told me that Monty would allow four runs, 
Namely, was it or was it five? It was four or five runs. Four runs in five innings. Yeah. Yeah. Had you told me that would be the case, and that Baltimore, especially, would score two in the bottom of the first, having already seen a Texas win in game one, it's like, all right. I'm, yeah, yeah. So after, I, I think you're meaning like after what he did against Tampa, you yeah, wouldn't have expected yeah. that, nor would you have expected Texas to win that game. That's what I'm but I, I, going into this postseason, I think that is not a crazy stat line for me to throw at you for Jordan Montgomery. Five five runs. He allowed five, four earned five runs okay. in four innings here. It's still subpar, obviously, but nine hits. Yeah. So Orioles out hit him. Hey, Jordan Montgomery, four innings pitched, five runs, nine hits, only struck out two. What do you what do you think? How did this game go? And, and like, you, oh, you know, whatever. you just finally thought it was like okay, this this, this raucous ballpark is now into this. It's two nothing. Yeah, it's kind of limited. Save some arms and let's go. I mean, you don't think about that in the first inning, but yeah. as a fan, you're thinking that in the first inning and thinking let's save the arms and, and get ready to to make our place a cauldron. This that and the other. Yeah, not not but this, not this team. Not this team, no. though. And, and Cody Bradford has been... Cody Bradford. Has been... all. He reminds me a lot of Give him of all Heaney, the flowers, Where man. you're like, ah, you know, this guy shows flashes, but mm-hmm. can he come into a playoff scenario and win? Or we, but we you probably like expect him it. to be kind of a mop-up guy. Yes. And One way or the other. The fact the Rangers were up 9-2, to two, I think when Bradford comes in the game, you're sitting at, uh, at like, a, it was a 10? Maybe the Rangers are at 10. Maybe it's 9-4. It's like, all right, we can do a little bit of Bradford. We can do just, just a little bit. Just a little bit. I still can't get that Atlanta game out of my brain. And the Orioles have a very dangerous lineup. Yeah, they're pretty batting, similar. Yeah. Their batting lineup is so much better than, than what their pitchers can do. So I, I'm a little worried, Cody Bradford coming out there. But th- th- look, it's a 9-4 to four lead. Do your worst, Cody. And he has been... He, he threw it three and two-thirds. Lights out, Maybe man. the best we've seen a Rangers really Lights before. out. Uh, Cody it was Bradford so awesome. Pen. Unbelievable. They were bear. Alito Bearcat. Which, by the way, shocked a lot of people on, on Twitter. I saw week. that. I, I look. I know Cody baseball's Bradford not everyone's cup Baylor? of tea, but I mean, blood, that gets like, out there. Do you even watch sports? <laughs> Have you never seen a sport? Oh, I mean, I won't get too deep into how awesome it is and his story that he's up here pitching in the postseason after yeah. what happened to him his last year at Baylor and the, and the uh, diagnosis he gets, but... Um, it was the thoracic thing. I may, I'm making it sound like it was cancer. Yeah. I mean, he got his, like his shoulder was real messed bad up. Hemorrhoids yeah, or yeah, some yeah. kind of. Uh, and it's in, I didn't think he was going to fashion a major league career, but absolutely just lights out, man. And and keeping the ball in the zone, which was a tight strike zone yeah. yesterday, yeah, which did not favor um, Monty at all. And that's one thing we said last week after that game one was he got the perfect strike zone for Montgomery and he made the most of it. Did not have that yesterday tight strike zone was not getting those that outer half to right-handed hitters especially and cody with that tight strike zone it's painting man yeah, yeah. four strikeouts no walks and three and two-thirds no runs across rangers on the other hand that's this is the mark of a good offense did i not say this this is the mark of a good offense you don't always have to mash the ball out of the ballpark you draw 11 walks and force 206 pitches in the game you're gonna win those games drake going to win those games 11 hits 11 walks 11 runs yeah talk about symmetry this offense can mash it helps when one of your guys one of your guys basically takes half of them when they walk seeker five times how scared can you be and then when another guy they're terrified when another guy takes up half the rbi yeah mitch garver reminds mitch. me so much of a, like a mitch moreland 
who you never really wanted a lot out of. It was like, you know what? If this guy's on, we're going to have a good day. Yes. Because I don't... That's in, just gravy. In a lineup that features... And look, he's the DH. He's supposed That's to hit Nate well. Lowe at this point. But in a lineup that features features a Corey Seager and Adolis Garcia right there with him, now Evan Carter and, and Jonah Hutton and Josh Young... I don't. I don't need Mitch Garver to be the hero. This was one of my big questions after Game One was when we were going to see him again. Yeah, yeah. He was MIA, and now he is the hero. He's your three hole hitter, and it's Mitch Garver. Right. He comes out the three hole like Bruce Bochy knows something. Bruce Bochy. Bruce Bochy knows something, and Garver must have looked six. good. At, must look damn good in that sim game. Five RBI, a homer for sure, sir. Eight thirty three slugging on the day. Uh, Corey, mm. and, and the Corey and, and, and it was. It was the perfect at-bat for him, too, right? He was a little behind. His timing was clearly off on the first. I think he had two at-bats before that. Is that right? One, maybe one. I was thinking one, but yeah, yeah, but that opened things up. So, yeah, it would have only been one. Um, And he goes, bases loaded. Okay, feeling good. 3-0 with the bases loaded. It's really tough to mess that up as a hitter. Really tough. All right, get get me over fastball at 3-0. And a lot of people... They're going to bring that to you again. They don't want to walk in that run. It's exactly what happens. Yep. Middle, middle. Instead of giving up one run, he gives up four. Mitch just puts a perfect swing on it. Middle, middle is the perfect. hardest 3-2 pitch in baseball to hit, but the easiest 3-1 oh, pitch yeah. in baseball to hit. And oh, yeah. Live life like it's a 3-1 count. That's what Mitch Garver did right And there. Garver said, I mm. I will take your baseball as far as humanly possible. And I will, be, I will be your three-hole hitter. It's like a 420, just Mitch Garver bomb. Like, Mitch Garver. Thanks, man. Absolute you know, like, urine missile. Of all of the guys that you that step up in that moment, it's Mitch Garver after all. And only Cam, Mitch Garver after all. Give it, Cam. Uh, the Corey Seager deal. This is mm. what's so beautiful about it. This the, is Bonds type stuff. Had you who, told who me, never did that, by the way. Five walks five in the postseason the game. game. That's a record. Have you told me, hey, Corey Seager's only going to have one AB? I thought, like, wow, this season's hurt over, early, and you know, he's hurt. Yep, pulled a hammy. We this is this is tough. No more Corey Seager. No more of any of the pitchers you thought you had earlier this year. But instead, his one AB came via five walks, mm. five free passes. It was I think the craziest one was the fifth one because at this point the game's pretty much out of reach. Yes, we're sitting around the eleven to four. We're at eleven to five. Is what it was. And yes, eleven to five. That became eleven to eight. Yeah, eleven to five, and it's Seager at the plate. And you're like, "There's no way they do it again. There's no way. <laughs> they have nothing to lose here. They're, just are six run deficit. You just just throw the ball to him. Just throw it in his. Vicinity. Try to get some outs here. And uh, no, Corey Seager breaks the record. I I to say that I was alive, not just alive, but watching live when this record of all you'll remember was where you were six times. He steps to the plate. Five of those. He has given a free pass in this baseball game. And part of it is the, you know, smaller strike zone, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but the the Orioles drew two walks the whole game. Yeah. 11 two walks, walks is crazy. That's insane, For a man. major league pitching staff. For professional That's not baseball just the strike players. zone. That yeah. is not just the strike zone. Professional baseball players to put up 11 walks. Especially when the other team only has two. You probably you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't. Shouldn't. And I, I got I to gotta admit, I didn't think 4-0 is what they were going to get to with such an offense-heavy team. Yeah, but yeah. this was finally... I was so ready for another like 4-2 game coming into today just to talk about how... just to laugh about how much we were saying 
last week on how it was not going to mm-hmm. be that. It was going to be 10-9. to 9. You guessed 10-9 every game. Yeah. And then we finally got 11-8. 11-8. Lecourt, After just a classic 3-2. Just, ugh. Yeah. And you knew the Rangers were still probably going to win. But it was and that, that, was, that was a good stretch, by the way, of what was it? Um, before that ninth inning? Yeah, it was one or two. In the postseason? Like, which is, wow. <laughs> Just like we all thought. And you know what? Araldus Chapman Aroldis actually Chapman. cleaning up the urine that he put down his leg in, the, in those first two hitters on Saturday. And he's going to be ready. He's going to be ready on Tuesday. And ready to go. He didn't have to use it back-to-back days. Paterik is in there. It is a Texas it is set up for the Texas Rangers at home mm, to just, win. Just like in 2015. ALDS. And I will be there. Woo! Sitting third deck. $200 broker. Uh, one thirty-two. Thank you very much. Again, because I bought plus, it in the middle of plus, that game. But but remember, you like you know you don't like the pitch clock because you like to get three hot dogs in the first three innings. I like to get two not beers. only three hot so dogs, but that'll bring you up to two hundred. I like to have a brew in a bat. Do they still do ice cream and helmets anymore? So yeah, like the Red anywhere? Sox do for sure. Yes. I got one of those yeah. recently. I think the Rangers do as well. The Rangers do nachos and helmets, which I think is very neat. I'll, I'll get one for you. Cheese fries, too. Cheese fries and helmets. Wow. Huge. You could save the cheese fries. That probably reheats okay. Big win for the home team. You know what? Something's You know my what? Mind They're right one now. win away, Drake. That's what I know. The ALDS to the ALCS against the Houston Astros or the Minnesota Twins. Oh, wouldn't that be so be great for baseball, man? Gonzaga, Baylor, a conference matchup. Yeah. Possibly you. Looks like that's the case. This is the Drake Toll Show. This is ESPN Central Texas. Hey folks, Jared Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'd like to thank everyone that supports JTC and that our family values your business. Our new inventory is growing daily and our used car inventory is stacking high. So give us the opportunity to earn your business with transparency and zero hidden fees. So give us a call, 254-840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We treat you like family. Find new roads. At Lewis Insurance Group, we work for our customers, not the insurance companies. Let us take care of all your insurance needs, your business, your home, your farm and ranch. We want to serve you with all your insurance needs. We have over 100 carriers, and we write and shop our insured rates annually to make sure you're getting the best rates available. At Lewis Insurance Group, we have 50 years combined experience and the best customer service in the business. Call Lewis Insurance Group today at 254-753-2505. Hi, I'm Emmett Smith, Hall of Famer and all-time leading rusher with exciting news. Football legend Emmett Smith talking about all new regenerative treatments for joint pain from the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics. But did you know that you can encourage your body to actually heal itself with the help of QC Kinetics? QC Kinetics uses biologic therapies that are natural, restorative, and long-lasting. The body is an amazing thing. Trust me, I put mine through a lot. Exciting new relief is here for pain from arthritis, knee pain, lower back pain, pain in your hips and shoulders. I'm that guy. When you Google shoulder pain, my face pops up. But you don't have to be sidelined by pain anymore. Call QC Kinetics to learn more about biologic therapies. Don't let your joint pain keep you from doing the things you love. There's a new natural solution that patients are raving about. QC Kinetics. Let QC Kinetics help you improve your quality of life. Call QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. That's 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. It's our superpower. First Central Credit Union pays 5% of 
5% APY on your checking account. There's no penalty in this game. Get great returns while having complete access to your cash. Get in motion with First Central's reward checking that refunds ATM fees nationwide. Enjoy an automatic savings feature that pays you too. It's a snap to apply online at firstcentralcu.com. Everything we do, we do for you. Eligibility and qualifications apply. APY annual percentage yield. Member NCUA. How many miles across Texas have you and your team walked for Let's Walk Waco? As you're stepping toward a healthier lifestyle and connecting with your community and enjoying the great outdoors, don't forget to log your miles as part of the Walk Across Texas Challenge. Your logged miles will help you and your team earn prizes. If you need more information, visit waco-texas.com forward slash walk waco. Get up, get moving, and let's walk across Texas together. Remember, every step counts. Hi, I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgen Ford. It's that time of year. It's football season, and Bird Colgen Ford is a proud supporter of the best high school football teams right here in Central Texas. BK Ford is proud to sell the number one truck in Texas, the F-Series truck, led by our leading rusher, the F-150, 46 years in a row. Come to the largest showroom in Texas and experience better at Bird Colgen Ford. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Como se dice, this is the Drake Toll Show. Cameron Stewart, Drake Toll, Aaron Sexton produces. Oh, can I just real quick? Thank you for making this your lunchtime listen every single day, Cameron. Because I know it's the next segment we're going to talk about high school football. 254-662-1660. From Matt Stepp of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. A lot of smoke about a high-profile Central Texas head coach possibly resigning today. A lot I of just smoke. think that might be one that is on our airwaves. About and a yeah, a lot, a lot of smoke to it. Guy from Midway uh, took a leave of absence last week, if you'll recall. So you think that's what this probably is? I mean, it was a non-student-related thing. It's just starting to match up a little bit. Just saying. You think, well, is there anybody else this could point to? Uh, it could point to Tyler Beatty. Do you believe to that's be the case? taking Baylor's job. Good. It could. I, I doubt it. I doubt it. Um, Did we ever find out what happened at Midway? No, I don't think that's come out yet. Okay. And Alvarado is not Central Texas, so. No. I think their coach is kind of North Wall Raven and Company, at least for now, are safe. Yeah. I just tried to call Tyler Beatty. He didn't answer. <laughs> you thought it was going to be good. It's not good. It's not good. Not great. It's not good. So it's we, already on the road. We're down to two. We got two big I names. I think Jerry there. called Beatty and was like, hey. I just need to know that you're in first before I tell just Mike. Need, as long as you don't do the Texas Coast offense thing, please. <laughs> Can you hey, bring the cash kid bring with Reggie you? Patrick? Can we bring in the entire staff? Anyway, uh, just the, I just want that to be on the radar because we're talking about it next yeah, segment. Probably. Yeah. So. The Gonzaga Bulldogs bound for the Big 12. Brett McMurphy today tweets out that Gonzaga in serious, not just any, Serious talks with Brett Yormark in the Big 12 about joining this league basketball only. Now look, first and foremost, this is good for M-O-N-E-Y. It makes the world go round. Money. ESPN does not make any money off of Gonzaga playing Portland State 
in conference in the West Coast Conference, in the WCC. Or USF. However, if you move Gonzaga to play Kansas at Allen Fieldhouse, or Kansas goes to Spokane, or Baylor and Gonzaga, or Tech and Gonzaga, or Houston Gonzaga, you've got all of these basketball powerhouses in the Big 12. Now, Brett, your mark exploring the option of basketball only. Look, I, I... I don't like basketball only when a team has a football program in a different conference or independent. I don't like what Notre Dame does. I get why they do it. I don't like it. With this, Baylor-Gonzaga being a regular season Big 12 game, ESPN makes money. By virtue, the Big 12 makes money. It's a 15-17-team league. 17-team basketball league in the Big 12. You are now the basketball super conference. Yep. It's not close. Gonzaga only gets better by being power five, power six. And it's it's so much easier for small schools to become major brands in college basketball than yeah. it is versus college football. Like, obviously, Duke is an undeniable brand. It's a smaller school than Baylor. And that's, yeah. I mean, obvious. Like, you have less players on the court than yeah. you do on the field. It's just the math works out. So I say that to say, like, this could actually really help Baylor take the next step. Yeah. Yeah, and even someone like an Iowa State take the next step in terms of like national branding. I mean, we know they're rabid fans; they've got good history. Uh, but Gonzaga is one of those brands. They're huge, and people want to watch them more. They watch them a bunch early in the season when they face Kentucky and things like that, and then they don't see them again until March Madness. Mm-hmm. And they're a one seed, and they say, "Okay, I'll just pick them to go all the way." Mm-hmm. And they're always wrong. Uh, but they don't get to see them during the year. No. And Gonzaga has just got to be sick of this. Just uh, it, it hasn't really been a disadvantage to them the last couple of years, but not getting any kind of respect. They know they're missing out on paydays. Yeah. Obviously, they want the Big 12 probably more than the Big 12 will ever want them. But I think this is a great experiment by your mark, who has said before, like, I, you know, I think we're just selling basketball a little bit short. Obviously, football is the moneymaker, but I think there's really good opportunities to make money here in, in college basketball. And that he's going to be putting his money where his mouth is if this is the move that he makes. What's more is you feel out the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. You feel out, okay. I think that's part of it, yeah. We know that the Big 12 is going to work when we go out east with UCF and Cincinnati. West Virginia's already been here. We're teetering on the west thing with Arizona, Colorado, it's an, it's Arizona It's a safer State. bet with those other ones. You know there's college fan bases there. Correct. Mm-hmm. So now we got the Utah, we got the BYU. If we go Pacific Northwest, we already know Gonzaga ha- is so rabid, they will not only sell out their basketball arena, but when they go play at the big state championship arena in Spokane, they'll also sell that out. They are, they are only building with their basketball program. They're only yeah. getting better right now. The last 20 years, it has been consistent. For two decades, this is what your reward is when your coach stays put, will continue to stay put, no matter how many DUIs he gets, no matter how many DUIs he gets, he's going to be okay. Mark Few, there's not a lot of driving in Spokane. Man likes to have a good time. He just likes to have a good time. He's going to, the whole thing, that ship belongs in a conference where they're not playing Portland State, where they can make money, they can have exposure. They've been too big for years. The only, the request that I would make here. Is that it's the reason BYU, you know, BYU, same deal. They they yep. left that conference in auxiliary sports. And by one request would be bring baseball. Gonzaga's got good baseball. Bring everybody. Don't have it just be this one off sport that makes money off of this. Bring everybody else. I mean, I, and I think there was rumors of like bringing soccer or something with it. Where does that, when we talk geographically, 
What does that do to the Big 12? Now, 17 teams, and you're getting closer and closer to an even split between West Coast and East Coast I don't, I don't, or East and West. I, I don't think it does much for them geographically unless it leads to bringing in the the, the mm-hmm. Rogue to the Oregon State, Washington State. And not again, not those are any markets, but you would kind of corner that part of the Pacific Northwest. Uh, but in terms of geography, it it doesn't bring you any gain. I don't. Th- I mean, it yeah. brings you some gain in that you're adding another region, but you already have that time zone in Arizona. Kind of, you know what I mean? technically ish. Like you're not getting a market either way. Is what I'm trying to say. Like you're not getting Seattle. Not that that's a huge one anyway. But you're not getting Seattle. You're not getting San Francisco or anything. Which, right now, Pullman. But you are getting, yeah, you're getting the greater Pullman. You're probably getting Pocatello. And those aren't huge, but Washington State has great viewership numbers for basketball. Gonzaga's so good, they do too. This is Actually, kind of you know what would be the natural one to bring with them geographically would be Boise, Boise State. State. Yeah. Those easier. are within 30 minutes. Of, that guy who killed those people. That was in Moscow. University of Idaho. Oh, that's right. But it's the next state over. That's right. So you could bring in Idaho if you're really thinking about it. The Big 12 Yeah, could, that's, like, that's like 10 minutes from Pullman. Could so bring in Idaho. That guy, less than an hour Koberger was his name. Sure. He, yeah, yeah. Killed those four people? Yeah. Or was it three? And that one girl just didn't call the police. Yeah, she just like didn't wake up or something. That was, no, she saw him. She was awake. That's the but weird she didn't part. Hear the... Any, but she didn't hear anything. No, she did. She saw him. She, she those looked... are two different things, Drake. I'm saying that she didn't hear it. Maybe not, but she, she walks out her door, her she house. looks at a murderer, and is like, oh, that's not good. And she goes back in her room, locks the door, she wakes up alive at noon, and is like, you know what? <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to call the police. That's a, that's a nap right there. That's a weird part of, well, they went out the night before. I don't blame her for waking yeah, up in the night. I did that yeah, in college yeah, all the time. Yeah. Did I do it when my roommates were being killed? I no. just assumed they were like, oh, you know, it's college. People are coming in and out Saturday night. This guy looks a little killery, but... <laughs> He's got a mask and a knife in hand. Yeah. That's one of the weird parts it's probably of, just one of their Washington friends. State murders. Uh, while he went to Washington State, they were Idaho. The Big 12 will now be Arizona, Arizona State, BYU, Utah, Colorado. That, that's West. That is West. West, baby. Eastwardly, UCF, Cincinnati, West Virginia, Iowa State is very central. Midwest. Mid is right. Yeah. Very, like, right. We'll split you down the middle. Uh, then Houston, TCU, Baylor, Oklahoma State, Texas Tech. We're, still, we're in a weird geography thing of, all right, we can't. Here, here's the thing. We can't really do divisions. The SEC does divisions because it's clearly defined. These guys are in the east. These guys are in the west. Yeah. In the Big 12, everybody's kind of everywhere. There's no way to. How do you do yeah, that scheduling for any expansion. of this? I mean, I've been on the pod train the whole time. Yeah. you got to pod it. But the Big 12, every time they that's been mentioned, they seem to push back on it. They do not want the pods. I don't really get it, but they don't want them. Uh, that's the only thing I could do or I could think of. You have kind of your Southwest, which is, you know, the Texas ones plus mm-hmm. Oklahoma State. Then you got kind of your Midwest, your, your Kansas is, your Iowa State, your Cincinnati. But then where does UCF fit in? Beats the heck out of me. Bad at basketball is where they fit in. Yeah, they probably shouldn't even be invited for basketball. So that'd be sparing them, though. If given an opportunity, they almost beat Duke once in the tournament. If given an opportunity here to add Washington State, Oregon State, I think Michael Jordan's son played there. Why wouldn't you? You know, and there's so many people who hate the idea of Gonzaga 
but they like the idea of Washington State and Oregon State being in the Big 12 because of money. I guess I'm kind of – I don't really understand what we're doing. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't push back on that argument. Or I would push back because on that you argument have, a bit. But you have football, they have football for Washington State, Oregon State. Does Brett Yormark yeah. just really like basketball? I think I think that he is trying to do something different. That he's saying, look, we we've kind of done what we can in terms of expansion for football. Like we're not going to pull any blue blood programs or anything like that. We, but what we are is we're solid, we're stable, we're competitive in basketball. Which I think there's money to be made here uh-huh. is what he's thinking. We can real. We could be the. We already are the SEC of basketball, but we could really corner this thing. And bring in a, a team of intrigue like Gonzaga, you know the way that BYU is a team of intrigue mm-hmm. in football. Without the success that Gonzaga's had in basketball the last twenty years, but big fan base, national recruiting type stuff, we can bring that to basketball and see if that will work. See if that will sustain a conference. See if that will uh, make us the the talking point of the sport, so to speak, the yeah. way that SEC is in football. How much That's money? Interesting experiment. How much money does that give you? I don't know. I don't know. More you than know, you like, had before, which I think is what he's thinking. Yeah, maybe that's the way this goes. That's the way to start. So the Big 12 seriously considering adding Gonzaga. This again per Brett McMurphy in 2024 or 25. Seth Davis was the first to have this. Actually, good for Seth. Decision for Seth. may occur in two weeks. Friend of the show, which would be a major coup for the Big 12. Gonzaga would likely accept less less revenue as well. So, the way SMU did. SMU setting a precedent once again. Kind of an SMU thing. You get more exposure, a better opportunity so, to play So in that games. case, in that case, that would tell me that it can't just be basketball only. Yeah. To me, though, I Not just, that they're going to get any revenue in other sports, but you have to have that as part of the caveat. This feels like such a no-brainer. From so, which just side? Why, for, from both sides. Okay. The Big 12 yeah, and I, Gonzaga. I agree, why wouldn't you just do this? Just go just go play a good basketball school. If if the king of basketball in this, if the king of group of five basketball, Gonzaga, what do we even call him now? What do we call because it's not group of five? I mean, I mean, yeah, and, and with basketball, it doesn't matter as much as it does in football for group Mid-major. of five. So it's just, yeah, but I don't even know if you can call him that anymore. They're always ranked. Like Butler's still in the mid-major. They're just, they're kind of their own thing. Yeah. They're, they're one of the best teams in the country every year, and they don't play in a real conference. And there's an argument to be made that they have a bigger brand, a bigger just name brand, than a lot of yes. a portion of Power 5 schools. Because I, I mean, to be honest, in the college basketball world, oh, they've, basketball, got, they've yeah. got it bigger than almost anyone in the conference. Almost. Almost. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bigger than Baylor. I think so. Yep, which is we get weird, the hardware, which is great. A but, weird thing to say, but, but yeah. people think people hear Gonzaga, they think basketball. Right. That's a that's they just, know what it is. They know, oh, Gonzaga basketball. People hear Baylor, your first thought is not, ah, yes, basketball. So from a strictly basketball standpoint, I do think Gonzaga has that edge. And the national championship is probably the second basketball thing a lot of them think of. Somebody's going to push back on that one and be like, no, Baylor has a bigger basketball brain. But no, just strictly basketball. You say the word Gonzaga, they think Yes, college basketball, period. Right. Anybody, Almost anybody who's ever watched March Madness is like, oh, yeah, Gonzaga, that's that basketball school. You say Baylor, you think about it for different reasons. Not a bad thing at all from a basketball standpoint. Why not add a team that has that kind of prowess in college basketball? Bring money to your conference. And, I, and, and, and a lot of the conference is like that, though. A lot of the conference is that they're not huge basketball brands, but they're always putting out good teams. Mm-hmm. So I think by having a brand out there, it lifts everybody else up. Like, oh, man. Uh, Oklahoma State beat Gonzaga. 
twice yeah. this year? What? Yeah. They must be a basketball school. You know, it, it helps everyone out. Iowa State, we see it. The passion there is fantastic for basketball. Yeah. Is it one of the top 15, 20 basketball programs you think of as, like, a college basketball fan and historian? No. Mm-hmm. Kansas is. Yeah. But outside of that, you can you can use an uplift. You can use this, this as a way to uplift your conference, uplift the rest of your teams in your conference. Yeah. And it's great for Gonzaga, too, of course. Gonzaga is going to be competitive if they come in. This is not just a... UCF football. No adjustment. Hey, period. we're going to play with the big boys and 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 just be also Rans. They're going they still recruit nationally. I mean that this, that's what us? makes different. That's what makes basketball so much different from football. Why not they could still bring in three top twenty guys every year. Anyway, I think it's. I think it is also great for both sides. I hate agreeing with you, but I think it's great for both sides. And it would be awesome to have a Baylor Gonzaga matchup every year. I am. So sad. I'd love to go to Spokane. I'm so sad that we agreed on this. Me too. That stinks. You know what else stinks? Let's talk politics. Have the cops called on you. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I definitely disagree with you here. (laughs) This is the Drake Toll Show. It's an open date for Coach Dave Aranda and the Bears coming up this Saturday. Then back in action Saturday, October 21st, taking on Big 12 newcomer Cincinnati in the Queen City. Join John, JJ, and Ricky from Nippert Stadium in Cincinnati for all the play-by-play of the Bears and the Bearcats right here on ESPN Central Texas. At CMC Auto Group, we don't have a popcorn machine in the lobby or any other crazy gimmick to get you in the door. I'm Justin Kramer. When you walk in, you will be greeted by me or Julio. We have been selling quality, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for the last 20 years by offering upfront best cash price to save you time and money. At CMC Auto Group, I want to invite you to come by Highway 6 and Imperial, shake my hand, and see what makes us different. It's almost fall, school has started, pumpkin spice is everywhere, and football is finally back. The temperatures are dropping, and you think you have escaped summer's dreaded effects on your foundation. Then, you see it. Where did that crack come from? Wait, this door doesn't latch. Or, why doesn't this window open? Most people don't realize the full effects of summer soil movement until September or October. And the fall season is typically the busiest time of the year for foundation repair. Do you want your home in tip-top shape for the holidays? Do you want the topic at Thanksgiving dinner to be that big crack in your wall? Then you better call the doctor. He'll craft the best solution for you and your home and get you back on the level in no time. Call us today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Hey, neighbor, I saw your license plate. Welcome to Texas. Thanks. I'm going to need a bigger mower for this lawn. Seems like everything's bigger here. (laughs) It sure is. And we're saving up for a big pool. Well, then you're going to need a high-yield CD from EECU. They have a 5.5% APY on a nine-month CD. 5.5%? That is big. Yep, we've done our banking with EECU for years, and we opened a CD just last week. It was fast and easy to open online. Just call 800-333-9934 or go to eecu.org slash high-yield and open your CD in under five minutes. 
minutes. Wow. What'd you call them? EECU? <laughs> That's right. They've been helping Texans grow their savings for over 85 years. You can't go wrong with EECU and a 5.5% APY, but hurry, go to EECU.org slash high yield today because it's a limited time offer. Thanks for the tip. Hey, uh, you don't know any good fishing spots, do you? Federally insured by NCUA. APY is annual percentage yield. $2,500 minimum deposit required from an external source. Membership requirements apply. For additional terms and conditions, call 800-333-9934. Kubota's most popular tractor continues to reign supreme because it continues to outperform the competition. You can snag a deal on an L2501 and bundle it with the most used attachments for as little as $299 a month. A new Kubota with loader, bucket, and box blade could be delivered today and ready to go this weekend when you purchase from WC Tractor. Think of all the chores you can finish. Payments are now valid through October 31st. Visit WCKubota.com or go to KubotaUSA.com for more info. Rise and dine with the Fiesta Brunch at La Fiesta every Saturday morning. Come enjoy family recipes made from scratch, like huevos rancheros, breakfast enchiladas, chicken and waffles, or on the lighter side, avocado toast. And don't forget to try their Mexican coffee, fresh squeezed orange juice, or even a peach bellini. It's a Fiesta Brunch, La Fiesta, located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. It's the Drake Toll Show. Drake Toll, Cameron Stewart, Aaron Sexton runs the board. Cam really wanted a name with the Drake Toll Show. I did not. I did. I pushed for it big time. But this is what we landed on. I said, look, if at any point China Springs scores 50 points in a quarter, we're going to change it. Yeah. Well. But that'll never happen. You got your wish. So, I almost. Speaking of China Springs. <laughs> I almost got arrested on Friday. And and this is this is something this is just shows how passionate Texas high school sports are. We're at Alvarado. I'm doing the China Spring games as I've done for four years now, and Alvarado goes up thirteen nothing. China Spring number five, Alvarado number thirteen. Right, a tightly contested game. Alvarado's winning. Well, next you know China Spring the second quarter goes up fourteen thirteen. Kyle Barton, the running back, makes a seventy five yard run, and I yell, "Yo, Barton, see you later, touchdown Cougars!" And we're right next to the China Spring coaching booth. They're going crazy, high five and everything. And we're on the home side in the press box where they put us. Window is open so cords for audio can run through, and it's a clean broadcast. Yeah, I can and hear you the also, crowd. Yeah, you have a crowd going with it. Um, it makes the part audience, of the audience. Yeah. yeah. So I yell, "Touchdown Cougars!" Everyone does. Well, these that. Alvarado fans start standing up and cursing and yelling. And getting very upset at the coaching booth at our booth for excessive celebration about high school football. Huh, okay. So one guy, this at this point, I'm like, oh, who's this fan? Who's who's this guy? Comes up to the booth and says, "You will shut that window right now." And I said, "Sir, oh my, calm down." I mean, he's saying this into my microphone live on the air. Like, sir, calm down. I can't shut the window. We have equipment. We have all kinds of stuff running through. I, I can't do that. And he goes. You will. And then he uh-oh, takes uh-oh. both hands Try that and town. shuts the window. And so I'm like, all right, all right, buddy. I can't have this. So I reopen the window and he goes, no, you will shut that window. And he, again, forcibly shuts the window for the second time. So at this, at this point, I am like, all right, this. <laughs> the goal of people, especially people of a certain age, and I don't mean young people. Yeah, this guy's 50. Yeah, for yeah sure. I'm this talking about. 50. 
tur- turns out, yeah. Aaron, his name is Rodney. And I know that because this guy flashes a badge at me. He oh. has this, like, faux administrator badge. Like, I'm an administrator. I will do what I want. He's, <laughs> probably, he's probably done this before. Like, yeah. He has. A, he's, it's he's like having a long con kind of Kind character. of ready for the window thing yeah. to happen. You yeah. know, wait he probably does this every week. Shut the coach's <laughs> window as well. So he shuts the window, and I said, sir, you know, we're a working broadcast. I'm just trying to do my job. And he goes, by the way, I mean, you got you got sponsors and stuff. Like, this right, is this right, right. is... This is important that not only you have the broadcast out, but that it sounds good, yeah. looks good. Yeah, yeah, All the things that come with having the windows open. So, I, you know, the guy slams it shut again, and I open it up again, and he goes, I- I'm done. I'm done. I'll unplug the whole thing. It's like, sir, you can't do that. I- I'm live on the air right now on the radio. And I said, what's going on right now? And he goes, all right, fine. I'll call the cops. He says that into, my, into our crowd microphones. You can hear this on, on YouTube, on the radio. He says, I'll call the cops. And I thought, Obviously. I said, sir, why would you call the cops? What did I do? I'm on the microphone saying What this. are they going to do when they get here? He said, two things. One, your use of foul language. Two, you're intentionally spitting on people. It's like, sir. Number one, if I, I believe using, this, if, I believe this one hundred. I like this on the air. I believe yeah, this one hundred percent. Yeah, this checks out. Yeah, if this I was legit. using foul language, of Drake, I, I I'm believe on this. Rodney's side. <laughs> we need to get rid of this menace to society. <laughs> we know it's his name because he's flashing this badge over and over. It's like, sir, if I'm using foul language, the FCC would get to me before you do. <laughs> right. And number we two, would not be on YouTube. Like yeah. I'm on video. I can't just intentionally. Hey, watch this. I got a loogie. I'm just gonna. There's that guy down there with the bald spot. I'm gonna land it. What a and so you know, there, there are a lot of words to use for him. So yeah. the way that this unfolds. Say, that you were apparently saying on the air. Right. So, what's, yeah. what's best, it, you listen back to it, you can hear his wife going, Rodney, sit down. Rodney, stop and be nice. <laughs> you can hear her yelling. It's got to be his wife. Or like a, another. Come on, behave now. And so I. Uh, She's probably seen it a bunch of right. times. She's oh, like, God, so same thing yeah. every week with this guy. Oh. So she, he gets on the phone and. I'll show the police. And the, the, oh, the officer no. you know, he walks up to our booth. And before he, he kind of gets there, stands outside, we had people from Alvarado coming to us saying, hey, don't listen to him. We're so sorry. This is a weekly thing for them. So this it, guy. Well, okay, then get so him. It, so, like, yeah, somebody right. take somebody care of the problem. Of the so right. it's just this guy. Yeah. I mean, the fans are probably upset just kind of in general. Four but or five fans are but also it's yelling. this guy yeah. that's, that's taking the action. This, it's not this like is, a mob is descending on it. No. This okay. is the one guy, because he's an administrator, he thinks he has power to mm-hmm. unplug everything we have we have other guys in the booth who come to our booth and they're like hey what's going on here we said we explain the situation and their their director of the press box is like yeah don't don't listen to him just ignore him we can't ignore him he's gonna unplug this thing yeah screaming so in your micro- screaming into your microphone 100%. during the broadcast you yeah. can't yeah there's you, no time where you can't just like, keep ignoring i can't ignore him you need to do something yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's what i echoed back and he's like just you know try to shut the window try to i was like sir i got cords and everything so we we kind of meet a point where things die down for a little bit now on the field, remember it was thirteen nothing. Alvarado is upsetting China Spring. Yeah, the student section starts chanting "Overrated." Shouldn't mm-hmm. do that. Shouldn't do that. Not to a two-time defending state champion. <laughs> All the players and coaches hear it. Uh, China Spring proceeds to do something I've never seen at any level of football on TV or in person. They scored fifty points in the second quarter alone. <laughs> that is one point every fourteen seconds. Wow. Yeah. So they heard the overrated chance. Oh. They responded on the field. By the way. These fans are also yelling at the China Spring coach, berating the China Spring coaches, these Alvarado fans. So really? I guess... Because the, the coaches are next to you guys. Yeah, and I'm assuming the coaches in having... the headset are like a... 
Hey, uh, coaches on the sideline, we got an issue up here. If you could just go ahead and put the pedal to the metal, that'd be great. <laughs> and from there, we're just we're going to start spitting on them real quick <laughs> and hopefully tame this flame for a couple minutes. But if you guys could put some points on the board, it'd be fantastic. So they force four turnovers, score four. fifty points in the second. Maybe the best part of this whole story, though, is I leave the booth at halftime to go meet our athletic director Josh Gregory, who's got our back. He's doing a great job. And in the meantime, I leave one person in the broadcast booth, our stats guy named Brayden. Now, to give you some perspective on this kid, oh, he's. Survived cancer twice. He is twenty years old too. He's been he's been through a lot, and thus he's kind of a quiet guy. He's he's not mute, but he's quieter. He's very reserved. He has thoughts, but he doesn't say them. He doesn't. When he does, he's hilarious. I mean, he's hilarious kid. He doesn't want to go to jail. He he's seen what's going on. There's cops outside. Well, their superintendent, who's defending this Rodney guy, deservedly so, right? The superintendent doesn't have no time to ask questions. I'm going to back up my guys. He comes in the booth, looks at Braden, our stats guy, and says, "Who are you?" And Braden, in a wild response, says, I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> so the guy, after he says Perfect. that, the, I mean, the guy, is, the superintendent's stunned. He says, well, who do you work for? And Braden responds, I don't think I can tell you that. <laughs> and then in the, the, the final nail in the coffin, he says, tell me your name. And our stats guy says... Sir, I'm not going to do that right now. (laughs) Maybe try me a little later. That's so great. He doesn't want to get arrested. So our, our, the athletic director thankfully comes up <laughs> to give this guy, our stats guy, a break and to, to try to defend him from the superintendent. And the superintendent looks at the China Spring athletic director and goes, in all my years, I have never, this guy won't even tell me his name. I say anything to him either. filled with rage. <laughs> I've dealt with and children what, for decades. And what's even better, now that the athletic director's there and our Braden guy is free to just tell the athletic director who he is. He gives him a fake name. He goes, I'll tell you my name. It's Noah Tor, who's a youth pastor in New Braunfels, Texas. <laughs> Which is exactly how the the, administ- the superintendent, that's how he noticed him. He right. Like, oh, 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 you're the youth, the, pastor, the youth pastor guy from, from New Braunfels. You know, I've heard good things about you. This, so, is, this seems out of character, Noah. So he's like, so he, he, of course, the guy's like, all right, thank you for telling me your name. And we got there, the China so. Spring Athletic Director to defuse this whole thing is like, hey, brother, out of respect. I will handle this. And so the superintendent leaves the press box. Athletic director sits us all down. He's like, all right, so what's going on here? We, we unpack it for him. He's like, okay, let's find a way to just not piss them off the rest of the game. It's out of hand at this point. Yeah. Let's just get it over with. Get the ball game. Get, get China Spring, the broadcast booth, the coaches out of here. So <laughs> later in the I mean, we, we go the rest of the game. No interactions with this Rodney guy. We, we shut the windows as far as we can with our audio equipment and try to be a little bit quiet. Other than the spitting. Now, this whole time, I realize... We, that conversation with him where he said, I will call the cops, that's on air. The fans at home heard that. And, and we have kind of this, uh, we have an awesome following at China Spring. Mm-hmm. So they immediately take to Facebook with the greatest memes of me behind bars in <laughs> Alvarado jail and thus trending in China Spring is the hashtag window gates. 
this whole window deal that has unfolded. A date that will live in infamy. In infamy. A game that will live in infamy. The turning point of the season, possibly, for the Cougs. And the now the China Spring Neighbors Helping Neighbors Facebook page. Their profile picture has been turned to me behind bars in Alvarado Jail. Uh, a guy reached out to me. I thought this was so insane. This is Texas high school football at its finest. And especially China Spring. I mean, yeah. these people are just fantastic. They are, they are the best. So great. A guy named Aaron reached out and said, hey, man, I made a Christmas ornament with you behind bars. <laughs> Bars. Oh. I'm going to sell it. It's like, oh, dude, please do it. Somebody else reached out That's and said, I'll give you 10 free hashtag window gate t-shirts. <laughs> so this Friday, we are rolling out and selling t-shirts, ornaments. I mean, again, Texas high school football. When the Those documentary starts, yes. you begin it with this. So obviously, the Try to Spring administration did a great job of backing us. They were like, all right, who's that guy? We'll find him. We'll figure out what's going on after the game. The cops, when the cops finally talked to me. When I finally got to talk to the cops, the conversation went kind of like this. Guy was like, hey, man, so what's going on up here? <laughs> I was like, brother, you're asking the question that I would love answers to. He's like, so what did you throw at them? And I was like, <laughs> we didn't throw anything at them. And he goes, okay. What did they throw at you? <laughs> That's like still nothing. And his response to that was, then why did I get called? It's like, I <laughs> Officer, again, ask Rodney. Great you are asking question. the questions that I am wondering. <laughs> uh, and I, again, I don't feel bad putting this guy's name out there because he is an administrator, so it's public. You know, it's on the website, and he is flashing. He wanted me to know <laughs> with his school issued ID. Good job, Rodney. That his oh, name man. was Rodney. Doing so, the most. Rodney, uh, the police officer Brandon was his name. Officer Brandon. He's like, well, I guess there's only one thing to do now. And I was like, well, Brandon, what do you got for me? He's like, I'm going to escort you guys out of here. So this is after the game. We have packed all of our stuff up. He stands outside of our window protecting us from Alvarado fans. This Alvarado police officer. Wow. And then he escorts us to the parking lot. We get to the parking lot. I shake the guy's hand. He says he's Officer Brandon. He apologizes for the whole deal. He's like, man, I'm, I'm so, so sorry you had to deal with this. We have... There's an Alvarado fan who came up, maybe a listener to the Drake Toll Show, by the way, because this guy was this guy was upset at Alvarado. This was a okay. fan who came. This is after the game. Rodney is still right in front of our broadcast booth, and an Alvarado fan comes up and knocks on our window. And I was like, ah, we'll see. You know, knowing how controversial windows have been to this point, we'll see how this goes. Right. So I crack it open. And he's like, hey, ma'am. I just want to apologize about this guy, this guy right here. I mean, he's standing there, and this fan is like, this man who is in front of both of us is terrible. I mean, he doesn't say that, but it was this, he made a scene of apologizing to us. Right in front stayed, of the guy? Right, That's right great. in front of the guy. I'm just, I'm still surprised you even opened up the window. Yeah. After all I, this, this hostility, so we the worst I thought you were going to get was a loogie. We usually do a Bentwood Realty player of the game. We, yeah. we give out a Bentwood Realty uh, player of the game this week to Noah Guerrero. Great kid who helps march a, a game closing yes, drive. Deserved it. You know, in that moment. We too. couldn't interview him on the field. We couldn't. There, there was not a safe path from me to the field to interview this guy after the game. So we're going to have to figure out some way to do that for, for Bentwood Realty and Noah and his family this week, which is just wild that, you know, we were so unsafe that a police escort was given to us outside of the gates that was actually the police were called to arrest us and ended up escorting us out <laughs> safely escorting I mean, us in out a of way the that's what they were called to do yeah they they were just i would love to have known what rodney thought they were going to charge you with yes that's my big question I mean, obviously at a football game guy gets excited about football play disruption of the peace i mean literally doing your job like 
called. Yeah. No. And, and 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 look, I, I know some of some of you on here or listening have have heard Drake get excited, heard Drake call games. I have heard way worse. Yeah, way worse in yeah. terms of just like screaming. This is not even close. No. And, and there have been times before where I pressed the issue. There have been schools in Central Texas where we've had open windows or nasty fans that I thought, I'll, be a, Vega. I'll, I'll take it a couple octaves louder. But not Love th- Vega. In this case, I didn't want to get arrested. So I was like, I'm just going to you know, I'll keep it even keel. I'll be the nice guy here. So, I, just, I just get so astounded by this. Because yeah. I mentioned it, but this happened to us at La Vega last year where parents are like screaming at us to shut the windows, shut the windows. Yeah. And I'm like... This ha- like everyone's got a broadcast team. Everyone, everyone definitely has coaches that go up into the box yep. and watch the game from there. So this this happens every week. What are you guys expecting? Especially like La Vega, that's been at the top of the top. I mean, they've been the state championships. Right? Maybe it's Alvarado yeah, just and, getting and used to the this winning. This isn't thing, an anti La Vega radio. No, show. no, no, no. no, no. So, that was just the other example that we have. No, I don't want that to be like La Vega because they didn't call the cops on us. No, they didn't. It they did seem did. like one guy, but they didn't call the cops on us. There's so, no Rodney. It did not get this bad. As far as the on-the-field deal goes, which matters the most to coaches and players and all of that, uh, as I mentioned, China Spring rattled off 50 points in the second quarter alone which to is take good. a 50-20. to 20, It was a 50-7 to 7 run to take a 50-20 lead into halftime. Not only did the Cougars win the game, but fourth quarter, nine minutes left, they got the ball back, and Noah Guerrero led a 75-yard, eight-minute drive to just put the na- – I mean, almost that's almost more disrespectful than scoring 80 on a team. It's just going yeah, on a – that's a perfect nail. Third and two, yeah. game three. Another third and two, game three. One of those drives, and again, got player of the game. And God, maybe the great – which football in this there state. weren't a ton of people left in the Alvarado stands by the end of this ball game, but about six minutes left – I look to my right to the coach's booth for China Spring. Lights go dark. Windows shut. They walk out the door. The China Spring coaches walk down the stands in the middle of this ball game from their booth because it's so out of hand. They're just like, you know what, boys? We've done our job. It's time to pack it up and head on home. And they didn't wave at anybody. They didn't make any statements. I will say. Didn't do a Shadur Sanders. Nope. No taunting. It was. Them leaving the booth in the middle of the game was enough. Yeah, and, that which enough we've music. seen a couple of times at high school football games. The coaches with five minutes to go go down to celebrate with the team. A couple minutes to go happens in college too for blowouts. But this was this was different. This was a yeah. you know what this we, was a very intentional. We're good. We can just go downstairs now. And the maybe the crown jewel moment. I, I, I whether or not I was going to tell this, I kind of hesitated. But there was one of the China Spring coaches. Turns out Alvarado China Spring got into a massive brawl like 15 years ago. At Alvarado. Really? 11 players ejected, 9 China Spring to Alvarado. I didn't know the context here. This is a rivalry, apparently. China Spring has not won there since the 90s, at least. Wow. So, yeah. This I is did it. not know that. I mean, Alvarado is not one of these huge powerhouses no, here. But, but neither, neither was China Spring to Correct. an extent. They, Alvarado yep. was always bigger. Uh, this was at halftime, as soon as the clock struck zero to go to half, 50 to 20 the score. One of the China Spring coaches walked out of the booth, down the hall of the press box, opened our door while I'm on the air and goes, Do you like that? Do you like that? <laughs> and the, for the one time I brought, I, yes. I threw the headset on and I, yes. you know, I started high five and everything. They they weren't you know nasty weather, nasty cougars. There's some swagger to this program. Yeah, they kept it classy, and all in all, I didn't get arrested. Though the cops were called, I didn't get arrested. Contrary to what you might see on Facebook, yep, would have been a better story. It would had I got a headshot in Alabama, Texas. Have you seen the movie Slapshot? No. Oh, it would have been perfect Slapshot where (laughs) uh, the Hanson brothers go into the stands. They start a brawl with the players or with the with the fans. Excuse me. Yeah, and uh, the police come to arrest them. 
And Paul Newman's like, this is perfect. Yeah. This is just per- He's the player coach, Paul Newman. He's like, this is perfect for pub. This would have been great, man. Me flying down from Holyoke, Massachusetts to bail you out? Yeah. Well, the whole China Spring team coming to bail you out? Would have been great. Pawning a state championship ring to get out of jail? <laughs> so right oh, would have been great. Right now on my personal Facebook page in the coming days, we will have t-shirts and ornaments. Oh, it's going to be so great. And that is Texas high school football for you. Me behind And, and you know what's so good about that, too, is if you want to find that audio of where they're yelling at you. That get you're gonna call live. Pop. If you're watching on YouTube, it's on this. It's on this YouTube channel you're yep. on. And yep. if you're listening to us, one of our sister stations, uh, Kicker Country, is where, you, is where you can hear us. You could week. have heard that on Friday night, and you yeah. can still play it back. Yeah. Do you remember which part of the game it was? Uh, second quarter. Second quarter. Second quarter. Yeah. Okay. Second quarter. No, because I'm going. Yeah. I'm going to. You well, can hear it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna listen. Hey, I just, we I may have some drops tomorrow. I did not remember. Uh, we could. That'd be awesome. I didn't remember one of the fans dropping an f bomb until one of the coworkers this morning when I walked in the office had a picture of me. My wanted poster on my desk here at the at the radio station, and she goes, "Yeah, the worst part was that fan who said." Close your effing windows. And I thought, oh, wow. That adds an even more fun yeah. little wrinkle to this story. That's beautiful. Um, yeah. Friday nights in Texas. I didn't get Can't arrested. Him, man. I think Rodney is is still at Alvarez. No administrative leave yet. Have not heard any word on how what that's going to play out. What if this was out. the final straw? <laughs> There's like, damn it, Rodney. Every week. <laughs> every week there's something different. They're like, you know, we're good now. We can't, we can't have any the more. One of this. time, could you please not? Everybody else was great, by the way. Alvarado, spectacular. Press box hospitality. Yeah, they gave you a great setup. Food, which I, great this is the setup. First game I've missed. The fans this are great. Aside for, uh, save for six people. Save for six wacky people. I loved my time in Alvarado. The police officer was even great. Uh, coming up, it's the witching hour. This is the Drake Toll Show. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at syntexsportsfan.com. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at mayafuels.net. That's mayafuels.net. Early each morning. As we turn on the lights and heat up the fryers, then prepare the food, the owners of Bush's Chicken are working for you. Our owners are husbands and wives, sisters and brothers. We are family, and we take joy in our family serving your family. Before you end your day, we hope you'll stop by. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. 
Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949. Because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians for Baylor Athletics, specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sport-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, they tackle all surgical and non-surgical problems that arise from an active lifestyle. Trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. And when injuries sideline you, don't wait for Monday. Join us at 8.30 a.m. on Saturday mornings for our post-game injury evaluation clinic. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, we get you back in the game. Everything we do, we do for you. First Central Credit Union says it's game on. Lower your monthly vehicle payments by refinancing your vehicle with First Central. Make it a winning season with refinancing set to your preferences. You decide the due date and frequency. Finance elsewhere? Save money with a new local game plan. Apply online today. We make it easy to score at firstcentralcu.com. Membership and loan policy requirements apply. Member NCUA. The future of joint pain relief is here. It's QC Kinetics, Advanced Regenerative Medicine. This is amazing stuff. It is Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. If you've been told more steroids or surgery are your only options, don't be so fast. Get a second opinion. Learn more about how you can harness your body's own healing agents to attack that joint pain. I've got pain in my neck from a bicycle accident. This is long-lasting relief. QC Kinetics doesn't mask the pain. These treatments go to the very root of the problem using concentrated healing properties placed directly in your joint to restore and repair that damaged tissue. Life is about motion. QC Kinetics is giving people their lives back with these all-natural treatments. Call the local medical professionals and get a free consultation today. Call 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. That's QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. Welcome back to the Drake Toll Show. It's the witching hour. Drake Toll alongside Cameron Stewart. Aaron Sexton runs the board. I'm I'm thinking of how great it would have been if you actually got arrested. That Cuba Gooding Jr. video, but it's just you. Mugshot. Yeah. The, it's, oh, the, the national attention. Makes me think of, of the Reese Witherspoon. I am a U.S. American citizen. <laughs> she gets pulled over, like, ma'am, going to have to arrest you. I mean, if, if you did get pulled over in China Spring, you could pull the, do you know who I am? I'm a U.S. American citizen. Yeah. You just and, disrespected a future U.S. Army soldier. Right. I yeah. uh, <laughs> maybe the other the Zach Bryan the recent one the Zach Bryan where the guy arrests him and he goes officer I'm just a 27 year old kid <laughs> like I'm dating Brianna Chicken Fry all right from Rockland High School just, you can't pull me over just a 27 year old kid just 27 I'm j- he's just a baby man I don't know any better that's uh, like what that uh, you see it on Twitter now whenever someone old dies Diane Feinstein was the most recent one. She's 90. She's yeah. just a kid. Just a kid. Struck down in her prime. <laughs> that, would have uh, been, that would have been you like Zach Bryan. That would have been me being arrested. Uh, and, and I wouldn't rule it out down the line. Yeah. Hopefully. This is actually the second. If I had a nickel for every time 
I was I had the cops called while I was doing a broadcast. I'd have two nickels, <laughs> which is not a lot, but it's weird it happens. That, is, that is record breaking though yeah, for any lot. kind of broadcast to have two. It. We're the, to have two. So this is a wild one. Police calls. Kituit Cataliers. We're in. I mean, oh, on God. anything that starts. In a rivalry game on Cape Cod, which is so inside baseball, they they send their broad the visiting broadcast crew sits in the stands with fans. So one of their players, Enrique Bradfield Jr., a top twenty draft pick yeah. this year, steps in the box, and I said, "Hey, look, he's got a he's got great speed. He struggles with fielding and he struggles with his bat." Well, he didn't like that very much. So much so that after the game, he DM'd me on Instagram, you're the worst broadcaster I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I kind of respect that. And so... You suck, bro. After I said that, and again, we're FCC regulated, so we can't be, you know, we can't say anything bad. One of the... Um, somebody airdropped me something, and it's a it's a screenshot of their notes from their phone, and it was things I'd rather do than listen to Drake Toll. <laughs> and, which I personally think is hilarious. That is great. I think it's hilarious. And it was a little, like, chew glass. Get a flat tire. One was commit self harm, which is that's when it was like, oh, that's where they kind of buried themselves and taking it too far, right? Watch <laughs> yes. the Cowboys play yes. the 49ers. Correct. Which would be the saying the same thing, but <laughs> without the connotations. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> then their director, their director of interns, comes up to me and says, "You really have an attitude, don't you?" And I was like, "Ma'am." I what? And she said, so "You got some nerve." Yeah, she goes, "Get near, drop that picture." She son. goes, "You're real cocky for a twenty-year-old." And I said, "I'm sorry." If I'm you knew I, you, you, you know what I would have said right there. What would you? I would have said, said, "If you knew who I was, you wouldn't speak to me that way." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. perfect response yeah. anytime. Like she, if, this is definitely, this was her time. Like, right? if the China Spring people get a hold of this one, they're really going to... I'm not speaking up at home, but I can do it right now. So, what a great, to this 20-year-old. A great turn of events. I was like, sorry. excuse me, I don't know if you knew this, but one of your interns just airdropped me this. And I showed her the picture, and she goes, oh, no. Like, she's lost the battle at that point. Yeah. This is, ah, oh, this yeah, is bad. That's tough. That's and so, once that happened, that got, that created kind of a rousing stir amongst the fans to the point where the police were called, brought on site, and we had to be, they had, fans had to be kept away from our broadcast booth because of this conversation. Controversy. Now, the student who sent Where that he would rather go, the police follow. Yeah, the student this is who like sent, another scene in Slapshot, but I'm, I won't go into it. He huh. sent the message that he would rather commit self harm than listen to me do. So that student had no repercussion. Instead, the director of interns for the Katuit Cataliers called my called Baylor, the dean called of the journalism Baylor. department, okay, and said, "You've got it. You've got to expel this student." And they were like, <laughs> "What?" He was like, "Yeah, you, yeah, you've got it." And then he once, that, which which happens in college. It does happen in college. If you murder somebody, yeah, or for sure, for sure, get like five DUIs, a Coburg deal. We're done. Yeah, you, know? you, you probably get you get expelled. Five DUIs can probably still play football. Go may to get class naked. Yeah, Maybe. so they. Uh, but of course, Baylor was like, no. Mm. Can't, with this can't do that one. Yeah. So the guy was like, all right, I'll, I will take legal action, and I'm still waiting. I'm still, still waiting, waiting for the FBI to show up at, at my door. Gosh, they're probably um, going to come to Locked On Baylor offices, so it's going to be served to me. Yeah? yeah. Yep. If they come to Locked On Big 12 offices, it'll still be my door. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was the first time the cops were called when I was broadcasting a game, and it has now happened twice. Am I, I will say the first time the I was perfect for maybe it. more the instigator. Uh, this time was just a complete one-off of, wow, what a man. Yeah. <laughs> Twice. I'm 22. Who says, who says it's the snowflakes? I'm 22. More? I've got years. You know, that's one a year at this point that I'm racking yeah. up. So I've got a lot to go. And was watching Toby you'll, roll. You'll have, you'll have stalkers soon enough. Uh-huh. You'll graduate to that. 
I was watching Toby Rowland call the OU Texas game, and he did have his windows open. I thought that's a bad move. I could hear him. That's not not classy. Uh, We also had the Baylor Bears losing to Texas Tech. Bane of your existence as well. Is that no? It's uh, yeah. It's it's pretty bad. It's something I don't really look forward to anymore. No, the Dallas Cowboys right behind them. Yeah, back those back to back. China Spring. Football is what's keeping me alive yep, right now. Yep, yep. I'm on life support, and the Cougs are, are in my veins. Aside from two weeks ago, the Baylor, Texas, China Spring Parish was a bad weekend. Yeah, it was pretty bad. The Texas Rangers. Patriots won that day. Up two games to none in the ADL, ALDS. Talk about life, man. Woo! Those are my lungs. Yes. And with Nate Evaldi going game three? Evaldi going game three. Yeah. Yeah, and the Orioles have Nasty yet to Nate announce their starter. The Orioles also used like six pitchers yesterday, walked 11 guys. Tough. Tough yeah. sledding for the O's. And Gunnar Henderson went to a high school named after. One of the worst people to ever exist. Yeah, just bad, yeah. dude. That Gunnar Henderson's high school admitted its first person of color in 2008. Yeah. It yeah. was like a total white flight school that's literally named after like basically a clan member. Not member. The, the dragon. Yeah. Yeah. He went to that high school. Again. Look, not to pull straws here, or split hairs here, but we should probably take that guy's name off of schools before Robert E. Lee. Wow. If we need to get to all of them, that's fine, but let's probably let's get take to this all one. of them. Start let, with that let, guy. Let's take so. this guy off first. Can we do that? It'd be like having a David Duke high school. And George Wallace High School. Oklahoma. Which there a, might still be some. Who I guess knows? it's the witching hours. This conversation's yeah. appropriate. Yes, exactly. Oklahoma beats Texas. Is this the end of the Big 12 this year? It's, it's bad. It's not good. Like we mentioned. It's likely no means OU team and, and Texas and both go to the conference yeah. title. It's not good. That's going to be a bad thing for this whole Big 12 deal. It's a great comeback for them. The little guys. It's not good for us, man. No. Baylor probably not going to the Big 12 championship. Hopefully staying in the Big 12. Mathematically. I'm not ruling out relegation. It's still possible mathematically. I just, I am to the point where it is just, I guess it's just the Rangers from a... You know, uh, sports, national sports standpoint. One that you can get paid for, yeah. Yeah. Can't get paid in China Spring. Did buy my tickets. We'll be there tomorrow night. We will We will see you tomorrow night at Globe Life Field at I, 7 By o'clock. the way, I remembered exactly why Rangers fans hate Joe Buck. Mm-hmm. And it was the video this weekend of the last Grand Slam that the Rangers hit in the playoffs. Is that Nelson Cruz one? Yeah. One of the most lit moments ever. And... Joe Buck had the vocal cord problem because he was getting too many hair plugs. Uh, <laughs> and he was like, and a laugh. That ball's gone. <laughs> Rangers uh, win it. And I was like, yeah, okay, that does make some sense. Mitchell. Mitchell. I mean, that's that was Jack's, right? I mean, that's essentially what it was. Yeah. Linda left for Mitchell. Like, it's this <laughs> routine fly ball. And we will see you tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. It cleared the plexiglass hockey boards. Oh, so that's a home run here. I so miss the bad. Metrodome, man. So bad. I'm the only one who likes the Metrodome. I'm not a, I'm not a Joe Buck hater like everybody else is, but yes, as a Rangers fan, I have some bad Joe Buck memories. Yeah, I think that's I think that's the problem. And I think, like I mean when you hear Joe Buck though, that's a big game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. I as someone who has and seen I, their team. Joe Buck was worse in the beginning than he is now. Joe Buck is now he's he's pretty good. Usually I listen, I think oh, Yeah, and look, he'll always let it breathe. Recently I've struggled with Jim Nance. Especially Jim Nance has lost his fastball. Burkhart and uh, Greg Ols Greg Olson's bad. Yeah, Romo Romo is pretty scene. bad too now. Romo is week by week, dude. Mm, true. Some weeks you're like, week Wow, this guy's a genius. He had, he had the Patriots game week one and I thought he did an awesome job. He was on a real heater. 
It's not been the same. And some weeks he's just RG3 in the pros. He's, yeah, he's just trying to be funny. Yeah, yeah. Tony, you're not funny. No. And to- I mean this Jim Nance, sincerity. You're just, a good analyst. You're not funny. Uh, Frank Kaminsky, I want to give you my tie. Who's this guy? What am I doing with this? Who's this guy? What do I do with this tie? <laughs> Sweaty. Oh, coming up next it, on is the, the back. It says I roomed with <laughs> Freddie Couples. It's the John Morris show. See Matt Mosley will follow. The press box leads into this. That's Cameron Stewart. That's Aaron Sexton. And this has been and always will be the Drake Toll Show. Matt Mosley, weekdays from 3 to 6 on ESPN Central Texas. No, I think there's a good chance he brings.